millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, people? This is DJ. Hey, mi gente. This is Ish. And, and this, this is season, season two, two of Pero Let Me Tell You. You would grovel in submission to feed your own ambition. Okay, I don't know that part. I just know. So though I can't imagine how. Um. I hope you're happy on episode 74. <laughs> Wait, how do I go on with this? Oh, I don't know. Define you, gravity. Because, now I'm like <laughs> on the wrong key and the wrong everything. You jumped like 14 stanzas. Who knows? Who cares? But it's okay because you're pretty. Thank you. Even as you sit here in front of me looking like a much more refined Unabomber. Oh my God. That's not true. I already cut my hair and my beard. If it would have been, you no, know. But it's because of the hoodie. Well, you know, I like to be cozy when I record. Who That's doesn't like true. to be cozy? Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 74 of Beto, Let Me Tell You. Yes, where we are talking about the fact that the Unabomber ruined hoodies and Hitler ruined that little weird mustache thing. Oh, my God. It's true. Michael Jordan couldn't even save it. Michael Jordan tried to bring that back? He had that little... I mean, I guess that's maybe just how his mustache grew out. But it looked like the little Hitler stash. And listen, if Michael Jordan can't make something happen, then, you know, it's a lost cause. Okay. Let's not talk about Hitler on Better Let Me Tell You. You know, we we like to make people feel good and, you know, well, talk know. about fun stuff. Provocative things at, as time at well, times. But you know, but the little Hitler stash... Okay, let's move on <laughs> from that because, you know, I don't want any issues later. <laughs> there are worse things we could talk about than, than a mustache. Right. So, anyway, so everyone, welcome to episode 74. Bienvenido, gente. Pero Friday. Aquí estamos. Happy Friday. Oh, my God, we're in August already. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's New Year's. It's New Year's. You, well, no, no, let's not pass over the most important part of August. Your birthday. Yes, my birthday, which... 
will be actually the week that this episode comes out. Mm-hmm. It'll be uh, that Tuesday, I think. Yes. So, um, are you gonna get me a cake? You should buy me a cupcake today. You know what I'm gonna do, baby? I'm gonna pop out of a cake. <gasps> yes. Dressed up as Zangief. Listen, don't get me excited about things that are not gonna happen. It's it's a special birthday for you. If you don't do it for my 40th, I fully expect it for the 45th or the 50th. Oh, my God. That's so far away. Well, it has to be an eventful birthday. Not like 43? Yeah. Like, who cares? Well, 43 is a midway point to the midway point. <sighs> that sounds so average. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, let's talk about a little bit about how time flies. When you're having fun or just in general? In general. <laughs> It's like, I feel, okay, August, it's like, okay, that's, oh, that's it. it. So summer's done. done. Yeah, yeah, So the moment summer's done, yeah, it's fall. Yeah. And the moment it's fall, it's Christmas. No, here, the kids start school the 19th of August. Yes. So, I mean, it's that's it. August is done. That's it. Done. Yeah. Two weeks, we're done. Yeah, we're done. Um, I just feel that it gets, every year, I mean, every, we all say this every year, right? Every year, it's like, as oh my God, not. this year's flying by. As you get it's older. Right? By. As you get older, yeah, yeah. more complicated. And, and especially now because you have a kid. Time no, I, flies I, quicker. I get it, but but it's like, geesh, geesh, Louise. It's like already August, and then for me, it's like once it's August, that's that's it. It's already my birthday in October. Yeah, and then and then and boom, then you it's get Christmas. To ring out the year with Tristan's birthday. <laughs> it's Christmas. You know, it's like okay, well here we go. That's Christmas. It, we're done. We're done. Christmas dinner. Who's well, hosting this year? I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, I, literally as you were saying it, I, I think we think, had the same thought at the same time. I think. I think. I think who's going to host this year said last year that they're going to host. But anyway, okay. that's I can do that's it. a personal conversation. But anyway. In my little um, one-bedroom apartment, I can host 15 <laughs> people, I'm sure, for a Christmas dinner. With your Ikea furniture? That I'm will sure be lots of fun. Definitely buffet style. <laughs> that would be lots of fun. So I want to I wanna start off with a little tidbit that is very, you know, very Miami, very Hispanic, very Latino, Latinx, okay. very pero, let me tell you. Okay. So All of it. I posted this on my personal Instagram, and I was going to post it on our, our Instagram, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I I don't know. I ran out of battery or some crap like that that I never <laughs> you got posted. distracted. I never posted yeah. it. No, because you know what happens to me? I don't know if this happens to a lot of listeners when you have multiple accounts. Yes. There's sometimes that I think I'm posting uh, right on like... Our account, like Beto's account, right. and I'm like, oh no, I just posted this on my. Well, that happens to me account. vice versa when I'm like, but but I take them down very quickly because it's usually like me in swimsuits and you know. Right. <laughs> Although our listeners, will I'm probably, sure yes. they would so, enjoy it, but but anyway, it's not the so, brand. <laughs> I, this week I was at a client's house, and you know we were there talking about you know serious in things. Hialeah? No, this was in Kendall. In Kendall, okay. yes, this was so in the, Kendall. Uh, the, the more refined suburb. Yes, of Miami. and you know we talked business, and you know we talked everything there had to, you know, had to be spoken. Right. And then when we're done, he's like, "Chico, to get a jugo de mami," <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> Bueno, no, um, no, 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 porque ya yo lonché y de verdad no quería Don't lie. Mí. You know you were saying no because you could hear your parents' voice in your ear. Que no, sabía no nada you know what? No, actually, you know what? I am not a huge fan of jugo de mame. Okay, okay. Or okay. batido de mame. It was batido de mame. Oh, okay, because I prefer batido to I'm not a huge fan of batido de mame. Okay, got it. But he's like, dale, dale, dale. Toma, because you know, mm-hmm. when you're in a Latin household and you say no, that, That's, <laughs> that just means you're going to be offered 14 okay, more times. In, in, in Latin culture... When it pertains to food, no does not mean no. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> yes, yes. Exactly. No does not mean exactly. no. No means you're going to eat it whether you like it or not. Or you're going to la casa and throw it out later. But you're just like, dale, dale, dale. Lo que acabo de hacer está fresquecito. Tiene leche condensada, leche o evaporada, azúcar y helado. And I go, well, well then. Ahí lo menos que había era la maíz. Well. And it's funny. I don't know if you saw my person. I should totally post it I on did say, I saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm there like, oh my God. This is like the, I posted it on my Instagram stories on my personal page, yeah. DJ Borges 19 on, um, <laughs> at, on uh, Instagram. Instagram. And I'm like, this is like the best. You saw me. I was like yes. gulping. And I'm like, this yeah. is like the best. Like, Imagine it's been so hot lately and humid. No. And the guy. Leaves me not only with a my batido de mame, okay, he gives me two bags of mame and una java de tamarindo. Para brindar este domingo. So I'm like, only in Miami will you go to somebody's house to like you know discuss law, right? A business matter, a, a business. business yeah. And you know when all that is done, they'll be like, oye chico, dale, dale, coge <laughs> batido, total. batido de mame. You, you know? didn't make me batido de mame. No, because I gave them to my parents. Ah, bueno. Yeah. Okay. What okay. am I gonna do with so much so much mame? No, but you should keep like one or two and make batido. That's true. That's true. No, but you know, I, I know my parents are very into mame. <laughs> okay. What is the English translation of mame? I have no idea. And I had a lot of white people to DM me <laughs> on my Instagram be like, what's mame? And I'm like, I don't know mame. <laughs> what's mame? People, what's mame? I looked it up and it was like. I actually, it didn't have like a direct translation. No, it didn't. Type of it thing. didn't. It's it's like, like the fructus, whatever, whatever. The, and I'm the, like. Yeah, no, we can't go around telling people, oh, could you have a milkshake of fructus? Blah, yes, blah, blah, but like, I had a bunch of people being like, what's, what's mame? What's you, mame? I was going to say, do you think that they pronounced it mame or mummy? I don't Mammy. know. <laughs> and I was like, the only thing I can think that it's close to and not even is like a papaya. Sí, pero it's not, it's not a papaya. It's not a papaya. Pero bueno, yeah, um, más cercano, the closest thing, yeah. I don't really know what it is in English. <laughs> what is it in North America? <laughs> All right, listeners, you have homework. The Mame Challenge. The Mame Challenge. We want to hear from you. Either what is it actually called? Or what do you think it's called? Or what do you call it? Because you explain when it? I was trying to find it on Google, because I thought the same thing. Yeah. You no, know, and again, a couple of, like, several people DM'd me, and they were like, what is mame? And I'm like... Because mame is the name. It's I not, looked it, it up it's on like, Google. It's I not go, like how we say how fruta you say mame in Spanish. And I was like, mame English, English. translation. Yeah. I'm, uh, right, English translation. Mame fruit. And nothing would come out. And what I... What I did find was like the scientific, you know, whatever See, name. name. But I'm like, no, no, no. I need like the common name. But of that mame. is the name of it, right? Mame. Yes, it is. Okay, it's not like one of those things like I was saying, like where instead of well, papaya, papaya we say fruta bomba. Right, 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 right. It's not one of those things. Um, okay. No, no, no. And um, <laughs> here we are talking about mame, mame? And it, <laughs> as like, one does. The first ten minutes we've devoted as to one mame. Does. So, <laughs> so I just thought. I just thought I'm like this is so It'd be like great if on Friday we have seen an uptick of people talking about mame <laughs> like posting all of their Instagrams mame 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 hashtag mame who said mame pero let me tell you mame yeah pero let me mame pero let me mame oh why does that sound so dirty oh it does pero let me mame let me mame but I'm like only in Miami that's like such a Miami that is. and Latin thing will they give you batido de mame Mame and tamarindo. And tamarindo. I was like, um, una cosa más. And they'll give me, hey, what's that fruit? Um, un mamoncillo. Un mamoncillo chino. <laughs> oh my God, I love mamoncillo chino. I was like, are you going to give me some mamoncillo too <laughs> while you're at it? Total. It's like, Cubans don't, It's better than Whole Foods. Like, we don't even give, like, you know, oranges or like. Well, naranja agria. Yeah, naranja, naranja agria, agria. To make to poner en mojo. Right, right. What I love, and this we've actually talked about the podcast before. And this is a very, 
very Miami-centric thing is the whole, you know, we've mentioned it before, the whole thing when you have that one coworker in the office that has a mango tree. Mango or, or avocado. Or an avo- o- avocado yeah, tree. Yeah, yeah. When that shit is in season, everybody's getting mango. You're like Oprah. Yeah. You, you get, get a mango, mango and you, you get, get a mango. mango. Everyone gets a mango. And it'll okay. come with their plastic yellow Sedanos bags. Yep. It has to be Sedanos so they don't taste the same. Yeah, yeah no. It, no. No, because usually people. It's called presentation. No, but usually people, <laughs> I've, I've found in my research, yes. people that have. Your extensive uh, survey. <laughs> mango trees and avocado trees don't shop at Publix. No, they no. shop at. Presidente. They tend to shop at Presidente. <laughs> or, or, or On the off chance, you might get a Navarro bag. A Presidente and Sedanos are Latin Hispanic um, yeah, chain supermarkets. supermarkets that we have down here in Miami. Mm-hmm. And then Publix, you know, is a great actually thing ever. We, one of our one world. of our peeps, Martha, is uh, is a Sedanos uh, social media spokesperson now. Well, there we go. Yeah. Esa de tu país. Yeah. And um, but that's such a Miami centric thing that you know when. These mangoes. You just know it's coming. You know it's coming. Yeah. And, and you know, you make memelada de mango, jugo batido. de mango, batido de mango, dulce de mango, dulce de mango, la, 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 la. mango cheesecake. You have the mango alone. The mango by itself <laughs> with course. some salt, maybe. Yes. It's like mango, mango, mango. You know that I'm not a big fan of the avocado, though. No? Because I like the other, the little. The, you like the Haas? Yes. That's the avocado the, I like. The California one? Yeah. The other one. I'm not a fan of it. But yeah, but you got avocados too. <laughs> Listen, you don't have to go to Chipotle. And everybody, I'm telling you, everybody has that one coworker. That one coworker. Viste que Susie tiene la mata de aguacate y como trajo aguacate la semana pasada. It's true. What are you going to do with all those freaking aguacates? Te vas a ir a mierda si te comes todos esos aguacates. And then, no, no, what I love is that not only do you give a coworker, uh, you give mangoes to all your coworkers, you also give it to like the cleaning staff. <laughs> Again, you, you have know, so many. Y se van a echar a pedir because like by the, the time that they fall down. You know when the cleaning staff gets here at like 4.45, 5 o'clock. Like, you know mira, hay unos mangos que traje. Or, or you leave them like in the company kitchen. Oh, the company kitchen yeah, solves all your like, problems. You're like, ne- Cuando viene nena a limpiar la oficina a las 7, mira, aquí está tu java de mango. <laughs> I love it. Like, I love it. Those those are the those type of the little things, things. Those are the little things that make your community your community. Yeah. No, I mean, you're right. That's one of those things that you kind of can't explain. Because, I mean... I mean, I'm sure there's similarities in other places. Like, if you have an apple tree or whatever. Well, but that's, it's not- what, that's what I was going to say. When I was up in the Midwest, there were apple orchards everywhere. I don't mm. rec- I mean, also, I when I was in the Midwest, I, I, well, I was people, in school. Yeah, most people you knew lived in, like, a dorm. Yeah, but I'm like, nobody brought apples. <laughs> Can you well, because they didn't have the, the <laughs> baskets of apples. <laughs> and, you know, I love apples. You know, freaking that's- honey crisp apples from Michigan are, like, Ay, freaking. They are so good. They are so good. They are so good. When we went to that apple orchard. Oh, my God. And we God. had the cider. I have to tell you that fresh apples. It's so good. I've always liked, like, I'm not I'm a big a, I'm, on. I'm an apple person I'm, in general. But yeah, I mean, I'm not on um, the big delicious ones. I'm more, of a, delicious. I'm more of a Granny, Granny Smith, Smith or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, or like a Macintosh. Yes. But, um, oh, my tart. God. But the ones from Michigan, like, fresh off the orchard. Oh, my God. <laughs> the apple pie. Oh, so good. So, yeah. Mame. Mame, apples, mango. I thought it was so funny. I had to post that. I'm like, yeah, only in Miami. But it's true. <laughs> do you go? And it's that. not like, you know, it's not like I went to his house to talk about gardening. Or, no, or just about, to, to catch up. You know, or like, you know, I don't know. I was like the handyman. No, I went no. there to talk about a serious then that's matter. That's what you do, and, you know. You, you, just, know? You, you, you share. When you, I shook his hand, he's like, oye, no te puedes ir de la casa sin tomar el batidito de, de, de mame que hice. And I'm like, no, 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 señor, no, muchas gracias. No, no, no. <laughs> ya, ya yo me voy, yo lo tarde. No, pero chico, eso tiene leche condensada, leche evaporada, azúcar y... Oh y, God, sounds, y, like, 
una bomba of deliciousness. Y helado de vainilla. And I'm like, wow, wow, wow. You said magic words, my friend. You said condensed, evaporated, and ice cream. <laughs> I mean, you can leave the mame out if you want. Yeah. Like, just, just Isn't it? I mean, leche condensada is really like the gift of the gods. You know, the gods have nectar. No, no screw they, that. that. That's what it is. That's ambrosia. <laughs> that is the ambrosia of, of the Caribbean gods. You know? La caridad de cobre, leche condensada. That's what she brings. It's funny because... um. An Anglo friend of mine was asking me recently, like, how do you make dulce de leche? And I'm like, dude. Okay, wait. Can we stop for a minute? I'm like, dude. I'm like, doesn't everybody know that you put... <laughs> can we stop for a minute there? Because... No, he didn't actually say dulce no, no, no. de leche. Okay, but when I hear people say dulce de leche, especially <laughs> on, like, the Food Network, a mí me da cosas. First of all, that's two different languages because you're mixing Italian with Spanish. <laughs> with the house of Dolce and Gabbana? Uh-huh. And it's not spelled with an O. It's spelled with a U. And it's called dulce... De leche, not dolce de leche, because no, Italians don't have a ch. The c with a vowel is a ch. We have a ch. Right. It, oh my god, me pone encendido, yeah. especially when they do it on like the Food Network. Because if it's a una persona común y corriente, right, right. Where, the Food Network has no excuse. But, it, but it's like you're a chef, mm -hmm. you're a pastry chef. How do you not know this? Eso me, da, me pone mal, mal. He actually didn't say that. But he was asking me how you make it. I'm like, oh, you boil the can. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, that is he, he started asking me for specifics, and I'm like, I don't know. My grandmother just puts it in the you boiler. You put it in the boiler, and that's it. You, <laughs> call, it, it, you call it a day. You call like, it a day. Know, 10, 15 minutes later. You, you have to say You have to say I'm like, I don't know. Doesn't everybody do? <laughs> that's just, that, that's called life. I don't yeah. understand your. One of the things that, and again, these are, this is the thing about like the Latin experience, no matter what. <laughs> Latin, you know, flavor you are that is so unique to us and so awesome. Um, I think I shared it here on the podcast earlier this year or late last year. I was like obsessed, obsessed with the great British baking show. Yes, I was obsessed. I mean, listeners, if you haven't seen this show, it's such a comforting show because it's so quiet. And it's so funny because I love the Food Network and I love all that. And I had read of how good the show was. And I'm like, but it's the opposite of right, Food but, Network. But I'm like, Okay, I mean, I'm going to give it a try. And mm -hmm. usually BBC shows, I think, are far superior than American shows. Right. But I'm like, okay, but, you know, the Food Network is a pretty high standard. It's, right, right. And when I watched, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm addicted. Like, two episodes it's in. It's such a calming show. The great show. British baking show. You know why I like it? Because it's competitive, but it's not catty. That's what I'm saying. It's it's the complete opposite of – and even Food Network shows, I have to give them credit. They Depending on the show and depending on who you get, but usually the people who are on it are – fairly nice you know what i mean it's it's very you know benign and it's very oh look at what i'm baking bueno. or what have you but the british, all these the british, brits oh. all these brits i forgot what season it was mm -hmm. i want to say it was season five okay all these brits can cook and ordinate bake these amazing things you know from like profiteroles to, to a wedding a 17 year wedding cake <laughs> To, you know, a pineapple upside down cake to what souffle you could imagine. Oh. One of their challenges was to make a flan. And they couldn't do it. They couldn't, like, only one person knew how to make a flan. <laughs> like, and wasn't she from Spain? I, I forget if she was from Spain or he was, I forget if the contestant had a Spanish background. They failed miserably. They had, like, flan soup. Pero que that's the easiest thing in the world to And make. I'm like, but again, that's such a cultural thing. That's true. Because flan is something, like... 
Cubans have flung, you know, Caribbean folk have flung, yeah. Mexico, Latin, Mexico yeah. flung is a huge thing. Yeah. Um, no, all of Latin America. All, all of Latin, Latin America, America has to some flung, degree has flung. Has yeah. flung. Yeah. Bueno, en español también. La crema catalana, which is a little bit different. Pero bueno, es el primo de flung. But again, these people were stumped. On the flung, like I like you. Should, we should listeners. If you haven't seen this episode, you should really go uh, go out and watch it. It's a creme caramel, but it, I mean it's a flung. It's a really, flung. It's a the flung. Day, yeah. They make it in a un baño maria. <laughs> oh, so they do everything, but they just yes, can't figure it out. All eggs. They do it in a fine, but they couldn't make it. And I'm like, mira esto. You pick any vieja from Miami. <laughs> you pluck any any random vieja from Miami. Griselda from Hialeah, and they will make you a killer flung. Not as good as our Creamy friends creations. at Creamy Creations. Now as, available in multiple places in South Florida. That's our shout out to Yes. Our did you see in, the picture that, that yes, burger piece yes, sent? I did. Um but I'm like, look at that. I, I I like I watched it and I was like, oh my god, that's such a like our thing, you know? The Brits can make flung. But you know <laughs> He said that from Hialeah can. That's why we had to you know, have that whole war. <laughs> what the The American Revolution. Oh, the American Revolution. <laughs> that's why, you know. <laughs> As you learned during your John Leguizamo show, you know, we were in, we were involved in that, too. <laughs> Actually, I remember not too long ago. I, <laughs> God. <laughs> I, was, I was at my parents' house. And my dad and I were talking, and my mom was kind of in the conversation. I don't know if my brother was in the conversation, but whatever. <laughs> I don't know. We were there talking, and... We were talking about like not only Christopher Columbus, but those initial voyages, you know, right? Um, like the to the New World, yeah, to the New World. And my dad and I were saying that among the many reasons mm -hmm. why they wanted to, you know, explore the oceans, right. was because they wanted to, you know, um, find a shortcut to the West Indies. Right. And among the many reasons, it wasn't the only reason, it was for spices. Spices, yeah, yeah, the spice trade. And my mom's like, espera un momentico. Tú me vas a decir a mí que Cristóbal Colón cruzó el mar para comer ají or whatever. I'm like, bueno, not ají, but like... Yeah, there was like a, like spice, you know, there was a big spice trade at that moment. He discovered the new world for cumin. For cumin, for badia. <laughs> badia spices. And I was like, I tried to explain to her. I'm like, listen, it, the thing is that at that time, right. the spice trade think back then. was like a very big thing. Just like in another time in Asia, the silk, what right. was it, the silk, the silk road, yeah, yeah. the silk trade was like a very big thing. Mm -hmm. In uh, what country is it in... Um, in Scandinavia, the tulips. At one point, there was oh, a that's stock right. there market was, yeah, 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 for yeah, tulips. Yeah. You know, for tulips. That's seeds. what that movie. There's a movie about that. Uh, yeah, uh, perfume? Yes. No. no, not perfume. Um, I've seen it. There is a movie. The movie. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. what I was trying to explain. <laughs> and mom's like, "Ay, mira, yo no soy boba. Ustedes le encantan coger mami de boba." I'm like, I'm not cogiéndote de boba. I'm like, really? A lot of times, explorers at that time would go on these voyages right. for many reasons. Well, but things that we take for granted. But among them was the spice tree. So, yes, Christopher Columbus may have been looking for Badia Spice's next mistake. And she's like, no, no, see, yo soy boba, yo soy boba y me chupa el dedo. And I'm like, oh, never mind. Never mind, mother. Never mind. That is wonderful. <laughs> you could just imagine my mom because saying I, that, right? Because I'm hearing her. I'm hearing, I'm actually seeing her sitting at the counter, bordering her hair, <laughs> and saying that, no, no, eso no puede ser. Yo creo que yo soy boba, yo me chupa el dedo. That's her thing. 
que Cristóbal Colón cruzó el mar para, para encontrar sazón completa. So that is uh, my parents' embarrassing corner of the episode. That should be a t-shirt. A picture of Columbus, like a big picture of Columbus in Spain, pointing toward the U.S. The, the and US, just Baria, Baria's logo, a bottle of Baria. Oh just oh yes, that's all complete. That's a big thing. Oh yeah, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Are you kidding me? Oh yeah, it is. There's a reason they call it complete seasoning. Tú le pones eso and you're done, dude. Baria even has curry. They do. They have curry powder. Oh, I didn't yeah, know. they do. They do. You know, you don't have to go to like an Indian you don't have or to go to a specialty market. A specialty market to get like really good curry. Yeah, I've made curry chicken with their with curry. Baria? Yes. <laughs> What's a Britney Spears song that I'm like Badia, 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 Badia? That's all I can think of right now. What song is it? It'll come to me. Because there's a Britney It'll, Spears song that I'm always telling you. And she's like, I think she says up. body up or something, but it sounds like body up. Body up, body up. And I'm like, oh, she, she's talking about body up. It'll come to me. If, my, if it doesn't come to me now, I'm sure it'll come to me and I'll put it as the, the end song. Mm, okay. <laughs> anyway. Bueno, what do you have? Uh, oh, Lord. Well... Oh, I don't know how to. I don't know how to follow up. How to your transition, my mom's spice story. I, I don't know how to. Yeah, I don't know how to transition from your mother's. Uh, that was the listen <laughs> laugh. That was the learn section. But that was a hell of a laugh. laugh that was a hell of a laugh too. We listened, laughed, and learned. Oh, from Lordy, my mom's Lordy, story Lordy. and body of spices. Well, I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to transition from learning that occurred within your family mm-hmm. to another latino family that may have a little bit to 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 learn about as of today mm-hmm. did you hear about what happened with mario lopez mm-hmm. i heard it actually excuse me while i chow down on my yeah you're having your, your frappe um i did i did actually i was gonna bring that up but oh ahead. well I'll beat you to it um so for those of you who don't know Mario Lopez, uh, or you know, some of you know him better as AC Slater, mm-hmm. was apparently on this podcast, the Candace Owens show in June. Um, it was in that. That's another thing. I'm like, it was about a, almost two months ago. But yeah. bueno, it was in June. Um, and the host, Candace Owens, which is funny because when Jose and I were first talking about it, he's like, I didn't know Candace Cameron had a podcast. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, it's not, not Candace, Candace Cameron. Cameron. It's Candace Owens. Um, where she asked Lopez, and I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna be quoting a lot to make sure I get everything right. Give his actual quote. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, um, while appearing on the show, she asked Lopez about this quote new weird trend coming out of Hollywood. End quote, where celebrities are speaking out about allowing their children to pick their own gender identities. I know Charlize Theron did this a few weeks ago, saying that their child is picking their gender. Owen said, referencing Theron's announcement earlier, that her seven-year-old adopted child does not identify as the gender assigned at birth. Um, Interestingly, though, this host, Candace Owens, was a nanny for five years. So, you know, she has had a background with kids. Um, She says that, you know, but she claims that kids say crazy things like they're a mermaid or Superman, which is completely the same thing as saying, you know, I'm a boy or a girl. Um, And then she says, in quote, so I'm trying to understand this new Hollywood mentality where they just think that their children now have the mental authority to pick their gender identity, Owens added. Now, here's what Lopez said. Quote. Yeah, you're going to quote him because his quote is, yeah. If he had, okay, I'm 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 going to quote. I'm gonna quote the whole thing, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stop where like if he had stopped here, we'd be okay. Mm-hmm. Quote: 
look, I'm never one to tell anyone how to parent their kids, dot, dot, dot. And I think if you come from a place of love, you really can't go wrong. Lopez responded on the show. <laughs> if he had ended it there, mm-hmm. he'd be fine. Mm-hmm. But he didn't. But at the same oh, quote, but at the same time, my God, if you're three years old and you're saying you're feeling a certain way or you think you're a boy or a girl or whatever the case may be. I just think it's dangerous as a parent to make that determination then. It's sort of alarming, and my gosh, I just think about the repercussions later on. Um, the host then continued talking about sexual... So the thing is that then the host started um, talking about sexual orientation and gender identity as if it was the same thing. Right. So then that was a whole other just, you know, you didn't get that right. Um, and I don't see it here as quoted, but I know that, you know, um, he had said something. She asked him... Something to the effect of whether or not his kids play with, you know, kids that um, that identify as transgender, I guess. And he says, like, you know, no, my kids don't, you know, my kids don't kick with with with, with people like that or with kids like that. Right. In a nutshell. Now, this is, I think, this is an interesting topic for several reasons. Number one, because you've got the trans, then you've got the Latino family aspect, and you've got a whole, you know, there's just a lot of it. I will say, I think this is still a very relatively new scenario. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, in terms of people identifying at a younger and younger age mm-hmm. as, you know, and I don't want to, you know, m- mix sexuality and, and, and gender identification, but, you know, coming out earlier or identifying as trans. I mean, it's just yeah. in general. We're, yeah, but gender we're, identity is no, 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 a much no, no. more I, complex Correct, correct. Issue. But I'm just saying we live in a world where, where you know, younger and younger people are, are coming to these declarations because mm-hmm. you – you always come to that understanding before you say it out loud, right? You know. Um, now, here's the thing, and I'm gonna—I'm probably gonna say something that's a little controversial. I don't a hundred percent disagree with the with the initial undercurrent statement to a degree of what he's saying. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what do I mean by that? If you're kid comes now to you and says I'm not talking to you I'm saying in general the the, the, the public and says mom dad I identify as the op-. They don't, that's not how a kid would phrase it they would be like I'm a boy and you know you had a you gave birth to a a, a girl biological girl I don't think you should dissuade it necessarily. For some people it's a phase for some people it's not you know you just kind of have to I think as a parent okay okay you're a, you know okay you're a boy and see where it goes and what happens where I have an issue is I feel like there may be some, and again, it's like everything. There's todo extremo. There may be some parents who the minute that a kid says something like that will be like, okay, well, they identify as the opposite. Take them to the therapist. Take them to, you know what I mean? They, they, they put them down a path that mm-hmm. they think they're helping and they might be. But unfortunately, what happens then is there's also a layer of biology to consider. Mm-hmm. And... And based on, I mean, have you heard of the show I Am Jazz? Yeah, I've watched it. Jazz Jennings. She's actually, mm-hmm. she's from South Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she had a couple of complications. I don't know the exact details with her reassignment surgery. And I think one of the the reasons for that is because certain things did not develop enough to allow for the surgery to go as planned. Mm-hmm. And there were unnecessary complications. But that's also because she was taking blockers from a very young age. Right. And so just physiologically. Right. It's a whole. Her body. Like I was. I'm like, listen, you can identify as whatever you want, but science is science. Like right. your body is what it is and it has to desarrollar. 
before you start to 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 I think especially when we're talking about puberty, it kind of has to go through certain things before you can start to I hate to say it because it's gonna make me sound completely ignorant, but remold it again. You know what I mean? Because your body's gonna fight against itself at a certain point. Right. You know? Um, I liken it to, you know, like people are saying, oh, well, women should just wait. They're waiting until later to have kids and waiting until later. I'm like, that's great. You can wait until you're 85, but you only have a certain amount of eggs. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you can do whatever you want, but science is science. Now, I don't know. I think it's it's a case, and again, I'm not defending Mario Lopez. I think it may be a case of where the way he said it. So he was egged on by this this interviewer. Um, I didn't hear the interview, so I couldn't say. I read a few articles on it. Mm-hmm. I have mixed feelings about it. Um, first off, the headline in, um, I think it was NBC, says, Mario Lopez says it's dangerous for parents to support transgender kids. I don't think that that's what he said by that. Um, again, to read the, because the way they make it, the it's headline clickbait. reads, it's clickbait. it's clickbait. It's like, oh, he says it's dangerous for parents to support, to support their kids. kids. Right. When I read that, I'm like, oh my God, Mario Lopez. <laughs> he played Greg Luganis. Yes, like, <laughs> screw you, Mario Lopez. Right. You know, but then I read the quote and, you know, specifically the quote that you read, he says, you know, if you're three years old and you're saying you're feeling a certain way or you think you're a boy or a girl or whatever the case may be, I just think it's dangerous for a parent to make that determination. The way that I read it, and obviously we don't know what he really meant by that. Correct. But the way that I read it was that it's hard for a parent to determine, you know, we're not experts in that, to determine is this really my child crying out? For, or, or is this is this, a, is this you know a, a, a girl that you know is right. a, is a tomboy? Is this a boy that likes to play with girl toys? Or is this really a, a case where my child identifies. child identifies as a as a female? Right. Right. The way that I understood it was, which if I was in that situation, is the way that I would handle it. If I feel that my child is going down that path and my child tells me he would, I would certainly take him to either a child psychologist so we could sort this right. out. Or obviously, at the minimum monitor to uh, see how long obviously, it lasts. Obviously, I would support my child 100% right. if that was the case. But that is the way that I read it. I don't know if he meant it that way, but I I, I read it as a way that it, you know, because that is such a complex issue that, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's from the, as you said, the biological aspect or the psychological right. aspect, it's so complex. You know, it's something that should be navigated through with the help of professionals, Correct. whether it be a, a pediatrician or a psychologist. Um, and obviously right. you support your child 100 percent, whatever, right. whatever it may be. That is the way that I read it now. It kind of go comes and goes. My biggest problem with the what I read mm-hmm. was what you said a minute ago, which actually I took a lot of offense to. Was the you know talking about gender identity and, and sexual sexuality, orientation. sexual orientation in the same conversation? It's not it should same. not. It should not be in the same conversation whatsoever. And That's, and, and for for and, and you know I think it doesn't help matters that it's LGBT. Yeah, but but, but no, I'm saying, but, but I think but, that but for people like this, but, but Mario they, Lopez they, especially. No, no, not Mario so, Lopez. I'm talking about the interviewer because she's the one who started. But but Mario Lopez, who is somebody who's young. Mario Lopez was you know born and raised in the United States. He's a celebrity. He's been around all types of people. True. Mario Lopez should be a little bit more woke. You know, right, let's right, use right. a current term <laughs> on that. You know what I mean? Right. This is not you know a 
80 some year old woman that was raised in a small town that we're trying to make this differentiation to you're talking about and a a guy who's been an actor since he's been in the public eye since he's been a kid you know he should know he should know better and that's the part of the interview that was like oh mario mario you shouldn't have said that because then again you you maybe it wasn't your intention but you are now you're now feeding a something that's already so marginalized and something that by so many people is so misconstrued miss miss um, um just just people it, already think that's the case that's the case and it's and incorrect it's and, and he should know better he he should know better at the very least use the platform that he was given to, to at least stop her and right. say, like, well, it's not really the same thing. Now, look, I don't think because I know he's going to start an extra now. No, he's been no he's, he's Access Hollywood. Oh, he's he, moving he, to Access Hollywood. He's moving to Access Hollywood. Yeah, it was already announced oh, okay. uh, a couple of weeks ago. Natalie Morale- Morales left. I remember Access she Hollywood. left. I didn't know. So now I think there's a hashtag, you know, cancel Mario. Look, I don't think that he should be canceled. I don't think he apologized. He apologized. He, and, and, and to your point, at no point in the article did he say, Trans people are horrible. Transgender children are should be corrected. But, but, but I would never... say I would say that I think that the headline is not that's accurate. Right, right, that's and, what I'm I'm, and I'm not defending him whatsoever. But he wasn't saying that it's dangerous for parents to support transgender kids. I think that he was saying that it was dangerous for parents to make that determination. I think he could have said it better. He could have explained yeah. it better. Um, because I mean, I know that if you know, I'm a parent. If I saw that my child was identifying as a girl, you know, and and whether he was playing with, well, no, there's nothing wrong with no, playing, playing with dolls. Is, is so but not you know, it. but a totality of circumstances, he's playing right. with girl toys. He lo- wants to wear girl uh, girl clothes. Right. He identifies as a girl. You know, he tells to- you to use she or whatever. It's a totality of circumstances. Right. It's not one event. If I saw that, you know, I wouldn't be like, okay, yes, I have a little girl. I would seek, you know. Whatever avenue I have to seek, whether it's with a pediatrician mm-hmm. or a therapist, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of um, psych- psychologists out there that specialize in these gender Absolutely. matters to help us navigate, navigate. through this mm-hmm. and determine what's, you know, determine what it is. And it, obviously, if, if it's an issue of gender that he identifies, you know, female, I would support my my child at, the end of the day, at okay. 100%. But but I yeah, but I do think that you do need professional help because it's it's a it's a very complex thing, you know. Whether as you said, the the case of jazz, uh, I am jazz, um, mm-hmm. um, you know, from the biological standpoint to hormones to all that. There's a lot you you can't. I mean, you if you're a lay person, you can't do it on your own. No. So it's funny because like to switch gears, but not switch gears. The other day, I was having a conversation with my father. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> Kevin Spacey. Okay. So you know Kevin Spacey got uh, recently. Um, it, the, the charges were dismissed. the charges were dropped. Okay, dropped. So the case was dismissed. Right. So this was a second case. This was not the original case of him. This um, is the one about the mother who right. So, was so Kevin her Spacey, son, but her son was like twenty. Right. If you all recall, Kevin Spacey, you know, had an issue where you know during the Me Me Too movement there was an allegation made. I forget the name of the actor, but Anthony uh, Rapp. Okay, there was an ax, um, uh, an allegation made by Anthony Rapp that when he was about fourteen and Kevin Correct. Spacey was twenty six, twenty seven, in the mid eighties, um, he was at Kevin Spacey's house for a party and Kevin they were Spacey both Broadway, on Broadway actor got on top of him and groped him. I don't think he said he 
raped him, but but he was definitely molested. but he he was on top of him and groped him and you know touched mm-hmm. him inappropriately, you know, etc. And that caused obviously like this. You know, and it was the middle of the Me Too movement. This whole thing with Kevin Spacey, where mm-hmm. he got fired from House of Cards, and you know, kind the of the dam burst wide open. Yes, mm-hmm. and then some time later, there was a case brought forward. Obviously, a separate matter of a, a guy who was bringing up allegations against him that he groped him in, a, I believe, a bar. It, was it a bar? Or was it a bathroom of a bar? No, it was a, a bar. Okay. That he he groped him. He like so allegedly. Stuck his hands down his pants or whatever. Mm-hmm. There was something with like text and video recordings and something like that. The whole point, you know, and obviously in the middle of the Me Too movement, this whole That's it, yeah. this whole second case comes up and it's like you know adding Darn. gas to the fire. A couple of months, uh, a couple of weeks ago, or last month, yeah, yeah. recently, um, the case didn't apparently didn't hold water. I, I don't know specific details about just the case. Wasn't enough to- but the point was the kid did not want to testify. Uh, he was an adult. The, he didn't want to testify. And he was also an adult when it happened. Right? Yes, he was he an adult was, when it happened. Right, right. He didn't want to testify. There wasn't enough evidence to um, substantiate uh, to, the charges. You know, to corroborate, yeah, mm-hmm. the the charges. So the case was dropped. Okay. And he was. I mean, yeah, the case was dropped against him. And, you know, my father and I were having a conversation about this the other day. And, he, and, and After you explained the spice trade to your mother? Yes. Okay. It was the same day. Right. It was a, it was a very, <laughs> very delightful, informative day. Informative day at the Borges' house. Um, and my dad, you know, I, we were talking about, like, the backlash with Kevin Spacey. And, you know, he's, like, such a great actor and all that. Right. And I'm like, you know what I think? And I, I would like for you to chime in on this. Mm-hmm. You know what I think the biggest problem with the Kevin Spacey case was, aside from the actual allegation itself, is that he gave his non-apology the worst apology ever. Yeah, because he first of all, Kevin Spacey up to that point, everybody knew he was gay. He just never publicly addressed it, which is totally That's fine. fine. It's That's totally fine. fine. You know what? More power to Listen, him. Listen, like like last week's episode, like you know Juan Pablo, he's like. I wasn't hiding it. It just wasn't something I felt the need right. to say. You know, more power to him. More power. You know, that's his life. He lives his life how he wants to live his life. You know, um, I don't think you should condemn someone if they don't want to be an activist or whatever. It's their personal. It's their personal life. Life. I don't think Kevin Spacey really hit it either. I just don't think he publicly acknowledged it. He was kind of like a Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster exactly. has never yeah. publicly said she was gay, but I don't think she. I mean, I don't think anybody ever it. thought. Yeah. Um, but anyway. I'm like, the problem with his speech was that he came out, he publicly came out in a speech to try to explain himself and try to brush down allegations of pedophilia, which is one of the, you know, most terrible, terrible, like, accusations Mm -hmm. and, like, misguided and incorrect and false statements that have been said about, you know, gay men through generations. And this man used the fact that he was gay to kind of, you know, I don't know, explain away his 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 behavior. behavior. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, uh, do you understand the circumstances of that? Like, the, the... what he said, like the consequences of what he said. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I know that I, I know that he, I know that especially in this day and this happened in the middle of the Me Too movement, you have to be very quick in responding when there's an allegation yes, against you. Yes, but you don't use your your sexuality but man, as. But man, if that was written by his PR person, I hope that. I hope they were fired. Because I hope they were fired and quick. It's like it's like what is the worst thing you could say to defend yourself in this situation? 
I, I, I will agree with you. I think that that is the worst part about the entire thing. I mean, well, not the worst part, but you know what I mean. Like it's because it's he didn't even try. It, like I said, it was a non-apology. Yeah, it was a non-apology. It was like, oh, I'm so sorry I did that, but I did that. By the way, I'm gay, and you know, well, I, th- this is a part of my living. Wait, what? Huh? You're gonna choose this as the moment to to come out and because it's and like look. So now if, we're so now we're connecting the two together. If, if you what? don't if you don't want to be a gay activist, that's fine. Knock you don't have to out. be. But at least don't blame don't, it. Don't, don't add fuel don't to all it, such yeah. a horrible, horrible, you know, thing that is first of all, obviously not true. And you know, something that has plagued, you know, so you know, a group, the perception has been right, has, has plagued this perception for, you know, century or generation, whatever. Yeah. I mean, so I was like, eh. I was like, you messed it up. That's you know. what fucked it up the most. Because yeah, Frank now, Underwood. <laughs> no, because he could be he could be you know exonerated on every single case brought against him moving forward. Do you think? But that make, doesn't do change. He, do you think he could have a comeback? If he was younger, maybe. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Because he, I mean. If he was younger, maybe. And the thing is, again, I don't think Kevin Spacey does not strike me as a person to be contrite about something. He, um. I he, don't see him as, as coming he's, back. He's, um. He's a hell of an actor. No, I don't take that away from him, but I don't see him as being one of these people who's going to come back and be like, you know, my actions were really wrong and I shouldn't have done that. Like he's I mean, he's one of the best actors of our generation. Um it's just that I mean, whether he deserves a second chance publicly or not, I mean, I'm, we're not the ones to determine that, but I mean, it's just he he fucked it up in like the worst but that's worst way possible. That, that's what I'm saying. Like listen, nowadays younger people who are still like in their prime of popularity have a hard enough time with mea culpas. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Somebody who's Eh, still well known and still revered, but you know he's not twenty. Yeah, yeah. So you know it's easy enough for people to forget about old actors as it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I want to I want to switch gears a little bit and talk to you about something that I find really interesting. Someone someone that I find interesting for the wrong reasons. Okay. Do you know who um Dan Bilzerian is? That doesn't even ring any bells. Really? No. Okay. Do I do I know who he is? 
No, I'm asking. Oh, you okay, if you know no, 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 because it could be one of these people who's he's like one of, he's one of the most famous uh, Instagram celebrities. No he's an clue. Instagram celebrity. No clue. Okay, so Dan Bilzerian. So I'm going to talk about him, and while I talk about him, look him up on your Instagram. Okay, so um, so Dan Bilzerian is on Instagram. How do you spell that? B I L D A O Dan Bill B I L Z E R I A N Keep going. Keep going. So. He's um he has I don't know I just 50, how many millions of followers does he have twenty seven point seven millions of followers oh and his content is only for twenty one plus so when I first plus. first joined Instagram you know I hadn't been in social media and <laughs> ever true for like a hot minute so I noticed there's so many people following this guy so I followed him you know without really knowing yet right. like how to just navigate for social media this was back when you would follow everyone who would follow you yeah because I thought it was a kind thing to do. <laughs> I was like, all these people are following me. I'm naturally <laughs> going to follow them back because I'm so honored that they're following me. <laughs> yeah, true story. He, ha- he would just follow everybody, and I'd be like, "But who- do you know?" No, but they followed me. But they followed well. me, and then it's funny because I got a rush of followers. Like, I guess I was new meat. I got like a rush of followers that, like, from one day to the next, I had a thousand followers, and I'm like. Well, they followed me, so the kind thing to do would be to follow them back. They like all my pictures, so the kind thing to do would be to this like This guy spends back. more time shirtless than I do. Okay, so Dan Bilzerian. So Dan Bilzerian is a little bit about his background. He's a trust fund baby. Oh, okay. Okay. And he also... That explains he why says, he's done all these He says he gave his, his trusts or his the money from his trust to his brother. I don't know if that's true or not. Well, he must have kept a nice chunk for himself because there's a lot he of yachts made, here. He has made a lot of money with poker. He's okay. like one of the most famous poker players. He won millions of dollars in poker, so on and so forth. So okay. he says that he's self-made, although he's a trust fund baby. Ugh. So as you're seeing in his Instagram, he has a very, very lavish lifestyle. Mm-hmm. He has mansions around the world. He has yachts. He yeah. has boats. You're here with Cardi B. And he has a lot, a lot of women. Got a lot of hoes up in these pictures. So he's very unapologetic about it. And, and you know. Uh, oh, Steve Aoki. No, yeah. He's like with all these celebrities <laughs> hanging around. And now he has a brand called Ignite, Ignite which yeah. is about, you know, it's cannabis, marijuana. Oh, is that what it that. is? Okay. Yeah, it's ca- cannabis, marijuana, a whole product line of that. Okay. That's, well, that's a lot of people. So I've, I've, I kind of, Maybe you know. we should have better let me tell you cannabis. No. CBD oils. No. Why not? I'm never going to be able to explain that to my parents. <laughs> tell them it's, you know, it's medicinal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the only medicinal thing we use is Vibaporu. Well, we can put Viva Bodu with CBD oils oh, in it. So, anyway, <laughs> so I've seen a lot of interviews on him because really, I had never heard of this man. I, I every fiber of my being wants to hate him because he pretty much epitomizes everything that I don't like in a person. You know, he's at least publicly, he's lavish. He is, you know, he. He loves to, you know, uh, spoil himself. He, you know, he doesn't seem to do a lot of charity. He is very into, very, very into guns. This which, doesn't seem like a very good way to display your Which your I'm not. He's he's very demeaning to women. He's promiscuous. He He's well, like a list. Prom- just because you're promiscuous doesn't like, mean you're demeaning. He's like, well, I mean, have you seen the pictures that he has with women there? <laughs> this looks like Darwin. <laughs> yeah, he put. I mean, he uses women as props, pretty much. Yeah, right? that's true. But so they, I but saw, they allow I saw, themselves. I saw inter- well, well I'm, I'm getting there. I saw interviews of him, and he's very, like, very, very candid about 
his, you know, douchebaggery. <laughs> he's like, look, you know, and pardon the language here, listeners. He's like, yeah, you know, I'll have a party. I'll invite 30 of my friends and I'll, you know, I'll sleep and fuck around with like, you know, 15, 20 women in one night. Why and, not? And, you know, the reason why I'll invite 200 girls to the party and 30, you know, male friends. You got to play the odds, boo. Is, yeah. So, you know. got to play each, the odds. They each could have their pick and, you know, they could fuck around, you know, five, six girls could fuck around with each guy. And he's like, you know, I donate money to um, like. Ooh, Mel Gibson. Um, I donate money to um, uh, like organizations that um, uh, help amputee veterans, and you know what I do is I, you know, there've been amputee veterans that I'll bring to like a party in my house, and I'll pay one of the girls to like go fuck the guy, you know, Aww. like like that type of stuff. And again, well, that's that's he's hell a, of he, a veteran. He, he voted for Trump. <laughs> um, you know, he's like into guns, and he's into that like alpha lifestyle, and like you oh, know, also into lemurs. All these like oh another. <laughs> this another, is like my new favorite thing, uh, by the way. Another I, another I could fun spend hours fact, here. Another fun fact about him: he parties. He partied so hard and did so much drugs that by the age of twenty five, he had had two heart attacks. Twenty five. He had had two heart attacks. Yeah, man. So I didn't have my first. I want to like every again every. Fiber in my being is like this guy's a douche. You, right. you want to hate him. You I want to hate, hate him. I want to hate him. But I saw him in interviews and he's very candid. So I am always and 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 he said something in the interview that's wow. very true. He says, "Sorry, listeners. I mean, I'm I'm literally scrolling through this feed for the first time." So he says, "All these women that are with me know what they're getting. They know that I'm not that I'm not monogamous, nor am I gonna be. And they they get with me so they could you know post pictures of themselves on, on Instagram on with the me. yacht and, and hey, then get you followers know, right and turn that and into then, a thing. So what I did was that I went through his pictures and I I would you see the tags of the girls. Right, all the girls have hundreds of thousands of followers. Yeah. So these are not like little naive girls that he's like, you know, this is not R. Kelly. <laughs> right, right. This is not like uh, p- plucking you off the bus in Nebraska. Right. So, as much as I want to dislike the guy for being a douche. How old is he? He's like 37, 38. So, he's about our age. Yeah. Um, as much as I want to like the dislike the guy, he is very candid and open about it. And I'm always saying like, you know, as long as you're not hurting people. Right. You live what the life you want to live and I'm no one to judge. I'm always saying that. So Unless they pay I, your bill, so pay I them bitches, that, no mind. So, I feel that I need to apply that even if it's somebody that I don't like and I don't like their lifestyle. So what's your what's your take on that? Well, cuz you're looking at his pictures. The guy is a, the guy is a douche. <laughs> He's a douche, but you know what? I wouldn't mind partying with him for a weekend. I'm I, not going to lie. I, that's not that's not my thing. I wouldn't I mean, I'm not going to lie. It, well, but it would be fun to party with him. I mean, the guy clearly knows how to party. I wouldn't not mind being on a yacht in the middle of the, you know, the ocean somewhere with all the amenities you could possibly want. Clearly, if he invites me, he's going to have, you know, some extra women to fuck around with because ain't going to be my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't we'll know. Down anyway. You know what? That's true. Total, one in Rome. You, you have know. before. <laughs> it's true. You know what? What's his name? Dan Bilzerian. You know, hit me up. DM me. I'll go. I'll, you know, I don't know. Maybe you can convert me back. Um, He's very polarizing. But you I know mean, what? I was, ha- I was he, having a conversation. Yeah, he with- is. Because, I'm, again, I'm looking at his at his whole feed for the first time. And, like, actually, the one thing that he's got a lot of pictures of, and you know how I feel. Actually, this is kind of funny. But see, I have a fucked up sense of humor. This one, that it's him with, like, a bunch of women in bed. And it says yeah. date night. Yeah. I think that's funny. He has, like, a really large bed. Because, you know, como he said, he fucks around with, like, 15, 20 women, you know, a night or per party or whatever. I think but, that's but you funny. you know what I'm thinking? You know what I'm thinking? But here's my thing. I, but see, this picture annoys me because you know how I feel about faux lesbians. 
Yeah, but <laughs> right. But the, you know you what know I feel about that. Looking at pictures of him, I I want to attack it from the point of view of like, look at this man using these women, you know, using women as sexual objects. You know, the feminist in me gets on a soapbox, right? But they chose and to I'm be like, there. You know, this is all like the you know extreme forms of like the patriarchy and here we go and you know and and look at this guy what he's doing to these women but then i'm like okay but these but i'm like okay but these women know what they're getting themselves they're into not yeah it, and they're, they're part of the shtick they know what i mean they, they know what they're getting into i think that's the, yeah. the bottom line is you know they're it's, it's I, not I like just, they said come to this church social I just, and it turned I, into I think this that the thing with him is that in this day and age that everybody's so politically correct and blah, 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 blah. He's so he's, unapologetically uh, douche. He's he, a, he doesn't even pretend to care. Yeah, he doesn't pretend to care. It's like, I am who I am. And it's funny because I was having a conversation with my cousin the other day about this. And he's like, I idolize the guy. Like, he doesn't make, he doesn't pretend to be somebody who he's not. There's something to be said for that, I guess. Yeah. What I think is really interesting, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to name names, is that. You will after we're done recording. Well, Yeah. <laughs> To you, uh, but what I find really interesting is that he's like a Trump voter. What I think is fun, actually what I found interesting is that when I was looking at it, there are several people who follow him. Mm-hmm. That because I was looking at it not on our account but on my account, people follow him straight and gay. Yeah, he. But that's what I'm telling you. Like every, that's why I was. It's all across the board. You didn't know him. I have no because the thing. Is. The thing is. I Chico, when I'm not at work, I'm living, breathing this podcast. <laughs> the thing with him is that uh, I don't have time for damn Blizzard gym, gym selfies. Gym selfies yeah. You know, the thing with him again, he's so unapologetically douche that, in a way, it's kind. Of, I, I hate to use the word refreshing because that's like a positive. But I get where you're coming from. But it's kind of like oh, it's nice to see somebody who's not trying. He's so not hard. pretending to be a nice guy. No, he's an ass. He's an ass. And he, maybe he is a nice guy. You know, um, what I find interesting. Is that, and this is where I was going in terms of conversations that I've had with people of him. He's a Trump voter, okay. and there's a lot of people that follow him because he's he, you know, he voted for Trump, right? Okay. And what I think is really ironic is that a lot of these people that <laughs> he has a picture with Nicki Minaj and another one with Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of these people that voted for Trump and maybe are conservatives are so about family values, you know, hasta la, f- a, a, family a, a, values, hasta lo que le conviene. you know, those, those promiscuous people, you know, you know, uh, abortion, you know, the gays, you know, the, the sluts, this, that family values, man, family, as America. long as it's not mine, this is America, America. Yeah. Family values values but they follow and think that this guy's living his best life it's like oh the hypocrisy right the the total hypocrisy you know but he but he's a cat person yeah it's like he's living his best life and he's a total douche fucking around people the last thing this man has is family values but you know but i wonder if he's fucking people over or he's just fucking them no i don't think he's fucking people over he he doesn't have to fuck people over he has has a lot of money he has a lot of money he's just you know, you know what I think about. It. You know what I will say this. Like I'm looking at all these pictures of him with like all these women, and you know what? Kudos if that's your life, knock yourself out. But that's just so many people to have to tend to. Yeah, I mean, listen, yeah, but, it's but, exhausting but to but host I'm a Christmas sure, dinner I'm, of ten. I'm sure he's also a narcissist because if you look, okay, so am I. Right, and but, I mean, but for real, because if you look at these pictures and these videos of him, he's like always in the center. It's all about him, you know. He he's a narcissist, it, but at the same time, it's like again, 
you know, he's living the life that he wants. He doesn't seem to be fucking anybody over. And I keep saying it as much as I want to dislike him because a man embodies everything that I don't like in a person and the way that I would live my life. You know, it's Doesn't he's living like, his life. And the girl in this picture, all the way to the right, looks like a young off brand Marta Sanchez. <laughs> desperada yeah era. like desperada era sure yeah. um so yeah that's that's, that's not great a cat yeah, with a no, gun he's totally with like guns and it's but like, why does his cat have a gun yeah oh my god how dangerous is that cat? i i asked somebody this week i'm like why do you follow him he's like oh because he's into trump and he's into guns and i'm like never mind yeah that's like oh well this is one way to cover your nipples I'm like, okay, so you this follow, you is fo- you follow someone because they're into Trump and they're fantastic. Oh, Yamelo Hijo Todo. He's he's friends with uh, Pacquiao, the boxer. Yeah, who's tremendous homophobe. I don't know if he's a homophobe. I don't um, think he is, but I mean, well, well, maybe he is. I don't know. I, I, don't, know I, I don't know, but again, it's like the douchebaggery is, is like at another level. This is wonderful. It's Halloween, and literally every woman in this picture is dressed as a slutty something. So, I think the the best, 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 um, slutty costume I've seen was a sexy shower curtain. Do you remember that? <laughs> no. I'm like, they made a shower. They made a shower curtain sexy, y'all. Mira, if he really does abs that way that poor woman needs a helmet so damn bilzerian people what also, do you guys think for, i think for halloween i'm gonna be a sexy bottle of ketchup <laughs> what do you guys think hero douche or living his best life i think you can live your best life and still be a mad douche i just the two are not exclusive i mean i i look at his page and i want to be like okay i'm the guy that says that people should live the life that they want to live and be happy blah blah yeah, blah, no, no, blah, no. blah but at the same time i want to throw get my phone and throw it at something because it's like do uh, as i say not as i do no because i just i don't know i think modesty and being humble are two of the most wonderful like i think modesty and, and being humility. humble and humility is i mean that's such a important trait to have in a human being I think it goes a long way, and that actually, there's a the, it, the interesting thing with him. And again, I know nothing about this man until literally ten minutes ago. It would be interesting to see if he would have if he would have the same results with that attitude or that personality if he wasn't a trust fund baby. Because when you have money, mm-hmm. you can be an asshole, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter because at the end of the day. People are you're always gonna find somebody Right. If you to, look at if you look at videos at, of his like lavish parties, everybody mm-hmm. like is kissing his ass. That's why I tell you right, that they're all there, there, there's a certain to a degree. there's a certain level of narcissism, right? Right, right. Right. Because if you throw a party that big to that extreme, you know, you kinda wanna people to be like, Hey, well, that's this fair. is like the best party ever. You know, th- there's right. something there's some a degree of that, you know. Maybe you just really do want a good party, but there's there's a degree of that. Well, and, I mean, you always have to have an and and again, most successful people, I think, to a degree, have an ego, mm-hmm. you know, to because politicians, businessmen, successful businessmen, you know, just to think that I can do that, mm-hmm. you know, it does require a certain a certain I, I can't, a certain healthy. I ego. can't see him having a whole of my that you know. <laughs> I could, but it would have to be slathered on one of those girls' bodies, and he'd yeah, be licking it licking off her tits. Yeah. Yeah, Dan Bilzerian. That's who he is. Well, Mira, I learned something new today. I learned too. 
You learn too. I learned too. Yeah, no, and he's totally, you know, he's a totally. I may actually, I may follow him. He's for a, a total Trump conservative. He's a con- he's a conservative. He's a conservative. He's a conservative. Let let let's let that sink in, right? Right. He's a conservative. Right. And all these people that are conservatives, and if you're a listener, and you're a conservative, and I'm offending you. I'm sorry, not sorry. Hashtag Demi Lovato. <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay, you go off. Unless your you're whore, like a real conservative, you go half your high horse. You know about conservative family values. Where yeah. Losing conservative family values, people. Oh my God! The but traditional, then, the traditional family nucleus. And is not gone. all conservatives follow him. I mean, but no, but, these but a new, lot of people new do. Conservatives. But a lot of people do. So it's like, okay, okay. And I mean, so, and you knew. So you're upset that I marry a man and live my life and not getting your way. But this guy, you know, this guy's pulling a train. Women, you know, <laughs> you, know nine, yeah. you know, living large. He's and, pulling you know, a train with a Glock, right? And you know, you you know, having these pictures of women. That's totally okay. That that's. that's that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. But what I do in my bedroom, you know, and behind closed doors, right, closed right, door, with somebody who that, I love, right? That, right. you know, no, 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 no. <laughs> the sky is gonna fall. It's like, oh my god. That's, you know what, Dan? Was his name Blazerian? Bilzerian. Bilzerian. You know what? Invite us to one of your weekend parties. With that said, Dan Bilzerian, if you yeah. want to be a better, let me tell you, we will totally. <laughs> yeah, but only if you invite us. We'll do the interview like on your yacht. Okay, and we're gonna we're gonna ask you tough questions. Yes. Like, which of these women who you don't know is your favorite? <laughs> we're going to ask you some t- – oh, my God. I, I would ask him so many questions. Like, like Pero cuidado, because if we're in the middle of the ocean in a yacht, I don't want to have to get on a life raft with you because he's going to kick us off. Oh. Then we'll be, like, overboard. Okay. I'll be Goldie Hawn. Well, who am I going to be? There was only Goldie Hawn who went overboard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is that a great little movie? <laughs> that is a great movie. <laughs> Oh, Goldie Hawn makes everything better. She does, does. She you does. know, Goldie Hawn is one of these people that she's a national treasure. She is. And I love that she's like in her 70s. Has With the same yet, haircut. She has yet to comb her hair. I love, I love, I live for this. Every time she comes out on TV, my dad always says, Ella nunca se ha cambiado el look. No. Because, that woman has had a shaggy haircut since but 1974. But I like, el look, el look. Ella nunca se ha cambiado el look. And it never... Fails. Never. It never fails when she comes out on TV. Ay, mira. Ella nunca look. El mismo look de siempre. That's great. Ay, we're talking about Goldie Hawn. Why wouldn't we? Bird on a wire. Bird on a wire. Oh, God. Death becomes her. That's a great little movie. That is a great movie. Speaking of death becoming her, did you? Oh, God. Um, Where's that going? Have you watched... Uh, I was gonna do one of my mashups. Oh God! <laughs> dale, dale, let her rip, let her rip. Pretty big Hawthorne liars. <laughs> the best part about that is that not only did you mash it up, but you managed to use the wrong name for one of the shows. But I know what show you meant. What show am I talking? Riverdale. Right, but but but, but I, when you say Hawthorne, right? right. It's Pretty Little Liars. With Riverdale that you call Hawthorne. But the show I was really talking about. Big Little Lies. Was Big Little Lies. <laughs> yes. No, no. I know what show you're talking about because I know you. <laughs> See, I, I actually, I said that. I was like, I was like, the pretty little Hawthorne lies that are big. That show. <laughs> Nina, the show with Reese Witherspoon. Because <laughs> I was asking my sister a lot because she watches that. Oh, okay. I'm like, I tell her that. I'm like, oh, did you watch the end of the... 
¿Cómo se llama ese show? <laughs> the Pretty Little Lies That Are Big. big the, the Hawthorne. The Hawthorne, the, the Hawthorne Pretty Big Lies. Pretty Little Liars. Did she know what you were talking no, about? No, she didn't. She, okay. no, she doesn't have that gift. Okay. <laughs> You're the only human being that has that gift. <laughs> what was it? The Traveling Pants of the, the Sister, sister of, the, of, the of the Yaya Sister. The, tra <laughs> the Traveling Pants of the, the Divine, divine Sisterhood of the Yaya. Something like, like that. Awesome. And somehow you knew what I was I talking about. I knew exactly about. what you were talking so about. So did you watch? I have not seen one episode of that. Actually, no, I'm like, I saw like half of an episode. I think it was the second to last episode. Because Jose was watching it and I was in the room. Oh, man. This sucks the fun out of that. Because I was going to ask you if you knew... If that show ha is going to have a third season. It has not yet been renewed, and they don't know if it's going to happen. Why? Um, I think it comes down to, I mean, we're talking about a big cast of people who also make movies. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a scheduling thing, more than anything. Um, that's why they, they're just like, we don't know if a, a season three is going to happen, because... Well, they said that about season two. Right, but they haven't decided yet. Is Because season three, or... I'm sorry, season two mm. kind of ends in a cliffhanger. I heard that. <sighs> Excuse me. Yeah, no, I heard that it kind of ends like it's a cliffhanger, but I mean, I guess if they don't come back, you can. It has okay. You could argue there's a finality to it, right. but but no. <laughs> I mean, because it's like okay, I want to know what happens now. Like, like what do you mean? Yeah. I'm so happy. I don't know. I don't know her name. I always forget her name. That this girl that had cancer came back from the show. What? The one who did the movie of the cancer. What? She's on Pretty Big Lies. Okay. The girl. It's not Reese and Nicole. No, the other girl. Zoe? Not Zoe Kravitz. Shailene Woodley? Esa misma. <laughs> what was the name? The oh, Fault in Our Stars? Yeah, the movie that she had the cancer. That's right. She had <laughs> cancer in that movie. Wow, I am good at this game. <laughs> What's her name? Shailene Woodley, I think. Okay, wasn't she on Parenthood? Maybe. I have no clue. I'll, I'll check it now, but I, I have no clue. Why can't I get this, the name of the show right? This is wonderful, though. This might be the best part about this episode for several of our listeners. <laughs> the pretty big Hawthorne. Pretty big Hawthorne thing. It's like, but what do you mean pretty big? No, because I'm thinking of Pretty Little Liars. That's what no, I'm thinking. I know but what I you're know thinking But I know it's not Pretty of. Little Liars. But then I'm like, okay, but the Hawthorne, which is Riverdale. Which is Riverdale, <laughs> so that's not even the name of but said show. But you know show. what was a great... Okay, so listeners, if you've listened to us, you know that I say wrong names all the time but he knows he knows she was not in parenthood he knows exactly what i'm talking about the thing with riverdale that's the actual name of the show was that <laughs> when i was going to some time ago when i was going to mention the show i'm like you know i'm watching that show hawthorne and has, somehow he knew <laughs> like i didn't say anything else he yeah, knew you didn't even tell me the characters nothing nothing he's like he knew that Hawthorne was Riverdale. I'm like, you mean Riverdale? I was like, oh my god, how did he do that? But there's other ones that you know in context, <laughs> right? You, could you kind figure, of figure it out. out. Yeah, yeah. But that one was like, yeah, you know, you're, I'm watching that show Hawthorne. It's like, you mean Riverdale? <laughs> I don't know how you made the connection. <laughs> it's called knowing your ass for 30 years. That's anyway, what that is. I think it's time we have a last soda. I think it is I'm time thirsty. for our last soda as well. Senor. So you go first. I will go first. So. My last soda for this week actually goes to Damn a Bill Zary. to <laughs> for being a for being a true humanitarian for being for his <laughs> you know what maybe I look I hope maybe he's a total philanthropist yeah, we don't he know is and we don't know because it's going to ruin his image listen he helps veterans get laid I haven't helped a veteran get laid that I know of true you what know. are you doing what are you wasting so much time it's true I should just go out right now just find veterans and get them laid <laughs> um that's a, that's instead of a back to school supply drive that's what we're gonna do for Veterans Day. <laughs> 
<risa> Ahí en la 8, en los moteles. Oh my god, en Jamaica Hotel. Oh god. So, my, my last soda goes to a fellow podcast that I actually just discovered this week. They're fairly new. Um, they are based out of Los Angeles and it is has four hosts, two of which are Cuban Americans from Miami. Mm-hmm. And it is called Spanish Aki Presents. Now they're only on episode three, but if listeners, if you dig us, picture us with two more people. <laughs> um, it's basically what it is. So it's three guys and a girl and, and a, a pizza, pizza place. A pizza. Um, <laughs> remember, remember how we show we we thought we would redo that show. Two guys are growing a pastelería. Pastel, <laughs> And so the three, all four of them actually are part of the um, undercover, uh, I don't know, it's not undercover, it's uh, the UCB uh, improv troupe over in Los Angeles. So they're all actors and comedians and they do improv. And what I love about it is they're unapologetically Hispanic, Latino, or Latinx, depending on which of the hosts, because they all identify differently. But um, the first segment of every show, you know what the name of it is? What? Get the pica. Get the pica. Get the pica. It's the first segment. And then they do an interview. And then they end every episode because the four of them have improv training. They do a little improv uh, playing with their guest. And what they do is they utilize things that came up in the interview to build off of and do improvisation and little skits and everything. And they are hilarious. Like, I mean, they're unapologetically, you know, the Spanish flows when it's got a flow. And even if it's a guest who only speaks English, they bust out with Spanish. Um, they're just, they just seem like really, really cool cats. And honestly, I would love to have them on the show. Um, I don't think that they would all fit in, in, uh, Tristan's playroom because it would, it it, would be, it it would be six of us. We'll make it work. But you know, if they're listening, hopefully they will be. Um, we've had, we've we've had had five five people. people, So that's true. We can have six. We can have six. (laughs) We we can put 20 people in here. You know, I pedal. I know that we're going to look like one of damn Zazarians. No, we'll uh, be a clown car. But, I mean, but yeah. But, but it could work. Yeah. It will be standing room only. So, yes, my last soda goes to uh, Spanish Aki Presents. Check them out on... Que te pica. I, get, love that. I love that. When I heard that, I was like, no, they did not. Yeah. And then I got a little jealous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a little yeah. envious. I was like, fuck, why don't we think of that? Why don't we think about that? <laughs> well, we thought about Pero Let Me Tell You. That's, we did think of Pero Let Me Tell You. Pretty, well, you yes. said so. Um, great, great. So... My last soda, my last Coke, goes to, I had previously given a Coke to one of my favorite, favorite, favorite actresses right now. I bow at the throne of uh, Gina Torres. Yes, absolutely. So Well-deserved, so fellow Cuban-American. I, I, um, I uh, give my last Coke to her new show, Pearson. Yes, it's been on now for about what, two, three weeks. This is the third week. Okay, and actually, I've been meaning to watch it. It follows her character, um, Jessica Pearson from Suits, which is my favorite show. Which have in seventy four episodes, <laughs> I've made it very clear. I think they know that it's my favorite show. I think they've got. Um, it's a little law thing, you know. There, you know, you I may, may, be, I may this, be interested in the law. This little ingenue. Mar- Margan Merkel, what's her? What was her name? <laughs> um, Megan Markle, I think maybe. Yeah, like, we've heard of her. There. Right? I think we've heard of her a little bit. Yeah, yeah a little yeah. bit. Um, 
Anyway, so this is a spin a spin off from Suits, but it's very different from Suits. What I like about the show is mm -hmm. that in Suits, Gina Torres's character Jessica Pearson, she was very much part of the show. It's not like she was a background character, mm -hmm. but her character never developed in the sense of her personally. It wasn't her show. It wasn't her show. She wasn't right. the main character. Right, right, right. Again, she wasn't like a background character. She was very integral to but the storyline. She was story secondary line. character. She was very integral to the storyline, but her, her, you know, her background as a character never really came up mm -hmm. on the show. Um, there was one moment in Suits, though, which I love. I think I've shown it to you, where they're like, oh, we're going to go get takeout from that little Cuban place. And she goes, oh, the one they make the really good ropa vieja in? Yeah. And it's so funny how like she said ropa vieja is like a Cuban. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, gold. Like, <laughs> wonderful. But in, in the show Pearson, they obviously dig in a little bit into her yes. character. And, um, you know, she's very proud now in her in her interviews and all that to be you know she's really like trumping that afro-latina card As she should um and she's now free to do so and and the show i think she's the first afro-latina lead yes right yeah i mean in, in the three episodes of the show they really haven't you know talked about that oh, yet because it is. hasn't but it is something that will come up mm -hmm. they plan on the show in future episodes but it's just really you know really nice for her to to be so um so relevant and so right. out there um, as an Afro-Latina, but as a Cuban, you know, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. she's, she, in all the press that I've seen, obviously she puts this very front and center. Oh, and actually something very interesting about her. So I didn't watch um, the show with Jennifer Gardner, Alias. Alias, yeah. Right. But did, did you know about I, her on Alias? She was on Alias? She was on Alias. Right, I don't remember her. She she actually was like a recurring seasons. character on Alias, <clears throat> and every time her and and Jennifer Garner Garner would meet up, it would be a like monumental fight scene. Oh yeah, she was one of the like the bad guys. Yeah, she was bad. Yeah, 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 she was yeah, bad. yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh my god, I totally forgot about her. Yeah, um, she she was a recurring character. Yeah, yeah. and and. I saw this interview of her recently where she was talking about technically how hard it was to prepare for that role because it was so physical and, and the choreography and they yeah. would be doing the fight scene for like days and whatever. And it was really interesting because she played a spy. Yeah. And she originally, the, the spy, they didn't know where the spy was going to be from. Mm -hmm. And she tried, she auditioned for it with like a couple of accents. Mm -hmm. And at first they were going to make her like, Hispanic neutral, like just Latina, Latina somewhere, or somewhere, Latina, right, like, right, right. like it's she, the Disney princess, uh, like Elena Avalor. Avalor. She's, uh -huh. she's La Latina, Latina general, neutral, right? Neutral Latina, and then she wanted, she fought to make her Cuban, and she was going to have an accent. But then she she explains in the interview, and I thought this was so badass oh, wow. that a lot of her, a lot of her family was still mm -hmm. in Cuba, and a lot of them. Uh, were in Russia, so you know we we know this. That's true. That there are a lot of Cubans that, that are Russia. Russia. Yeah, yeah. Either were raised in Russia or, or some Cubans there, or, that studied yeah. there, or some Cubans had children in Russia. Yeah, yeah. So she wanted the spy to be a Cuban Russian spy. Oh my god! So she kind of made I love up, this woman so she hard. Kind of made up an accent that was Russian, but it was like with a like, Cuban with like a, tinge a little of yes, yes. <gasps> and she's like, no, she's like. I have a large amount of family that stayed in Cuba and they went to Russia and Cuban Russians exist and I'm going to make her a Cuban Russian spy. And she was a Cuban Russian spy. I Oh, just when I think I can't love this woman anymore. So that's why I bow at the throne oh. of Gina Torres. She is amazing. Having amazing. met her, I second it. I have not met her. She was 
absolutely just a beautiful human being. So, so you know what, Gina? You got my Coke. I was going to give it to the show, which I still do, but you got my Coke again. Well, by, de- <laughs> by default, the show, by giving it to the show, you give it to her because she's, she's exactly the lead. Producer, and yeah. she's the lead. So, you know, so, there you go. So, there we go. This was yes. episode 74. 70. <gasps> Next one is 75. Nuestro, what is that, Diamond? Diamond Jubilee. Oh, my God. We need to sing Diamond Girl. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, Diamond Girl. Actually, I kind of, like, through through a person, know the guy who does the ra- the, the the Spanish part of that song. Si tu eres the, uh, chica de diamante. Si tu eres. Si. Oh, mira, mira, we could get him for next week's episode. Or maybe I'll, let me see if I can get him to, like, just he, record it. He could sing, out, sing the outro. <gasps> Oh, this is a preview of next week's episode. What, we're, we, this is what we do for you, listeners. We work hard for you. That's a great song, by the way. That Not is for one nothing. Of, uh, because song. it's an awesome fucking song. Yeah, it's freestyle. So. Hello. Uh, anyway, that was episode 74. We hope you listened, laughed, and learned. There was a lot of that, you know, from there my mom's spice <laughs> trade. <laughs> to my maid. To my maid. To Danville's area. Yeah. Douche or not douche. This was a, this was a to, fine episode. It was a little, it was a little bit us. of everything. It was just us. Yes. So um, we hope you listened, laughed, and learned. And remember to grab your pastelito, your croqueta, and your jupinha. And thank you for joining us. Bye-bye. Right. Bye, man. Bye. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.